This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Chateris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. So with me, as always, my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with a plan, the guy who was holding it down all last week. Him, Ricey, Greg, all of them did a phenomenal job when I was out of town on my honeymoon. These guys did a phenomenal job. I can't say, I can't express how happy I am to be that this is our team and that you guys like really did a great job while I was out, man. John, love the Knicks rapid reaction. Love that you read my game notes. I'm going to save my, my, mm-hmm. my talking points for that later this week. But we're going to talk about the Jets today because, man. Uh, do we have to? I don't really want to. <laughs> but uh, I guess we have to at this point because uh, I don't know what happened. I'll just say this. Before we get into this, before we get into this, how are you doing, my man? How, how are you been? How is the week without me? How is everything going? How is your day overall? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm I'm glad you're back. I'm I'm glad you had a a wonderful uh, honeymoon. I'm glad you had a good wedding, man. You uh, you looked really happy, looking fresh, dancing all over the place. Uh, killed it out there. So I'm happy everything's going well. I'm 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 all right, man. I you, you had perfect timing with everything except for the Knicks opening season during your during your uh, <laughs> your, your, your honeymoon. Right. That was the only, that was just the one tinker that, 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 like you missed. But I mean, I went to that game. That was good. Today I was invited to the Nets home opener. That was really cool. Came home for the Knicks game. Not so cool. The Jets. I mean, the Knicks and the Jets are absolutely killing me inside, man. So that's how I'm doing. You know, you know, sport, sports control my, uh, all my feelings and my mood. And, uh, so today sucks now. <laughs> How are you doing, dude? <laughs> I'm doing, doing all right, man. You know, hoping the Knicks were going to clean up today, but hey, Knicks, look, they're two and one. It, it happens, man. You know, it's opposite day Sunday. You always talk about it for betting. Magic, <laughs> Magic came out here, got that win. So if you were betting that the Knicks were going to win today, I'm sorry to tell you, but John Pry had it right saying, do not take them today. They are the better team now. Uh, it is opposite day Sunday. Uh, and they played each other back to back. So, you know, like it's in basketball, it's much more common for the losing team to come back and win the second game. And, you know, it was just not a night for the Knicks. They couldn't shoot for, for shit today. 31% from the field, uh, 27, I think 28% from three, but we're not talking about the Knicks. We're not talking about the Knicks. Although I rather w- wish we were talking about the Knicks today <laughs> because, <laughs> because we have to talk about the New York Jets. And my God, let me start off by this because we're going to do the whole offense, defense, and everything. We could talk about how it was a, it was a blowout, 54 to 13. You know, wow. Bill Belichick had this circled on his calendar. He, he has it circled twice. Okay. One, he likes to beat us in New York twice. The second time when we go to Foxborough, he likes to make sure he puts on a clinic to show how much he hates the, the, the freaking organization. So. It is what it is, but you called it, man. And I want to point this out because you were talking to Greg last week in your, your preview for the Jets playing the, the New England Patriots. And what were we going to do without CJ Mosley? Right. We talk about Sherwood coming in and having to do the play calling. And you, it was just, 
it was just clear as day in the first and the first two drives how bad it was, man, without CJ Mosley. Anyone who's out there, and Greg, I heard you say that you didn't like CJ Mosley because he, he stepped out for last season, but then you conceded saying, Yeah, who the hell wants to play for Adam Gase? I'm glad you're on this team, but now I hope you saw after today, okay? We can't lose Carl Lawson. We can't lose uh, Gerard Davis. We can't lose all these dudes, you know, even though we had Marcus May and Ashton Davis back in there. We can't lose all these guys and then try to be competitive. Our front seven is what we were noted for, and, John, you, you pointed it out perfectly. You said you were worried about it. You said you were scared about it, and it came to fruition today, not because – you want it to happen, but because you know this defense way too well and that you know that we need C.J. Mosley to stop the run and that he helped us the first time, it, you know, even though we had, you know, James Sweet Feet uh, white nonsense the first time, like he was still holding it down, helping us in, in that run defense. But today, man, it started off with that. So I just want to point that out and, and give you your props for, for calling that out because we saw it unfold play after play after play today and it was it just sucked it just sucked dude you it's it sucks man you you cut off the head of the defense the brain of the defense or just a bunch of chickens running around dude you no, can't really give the was. play calling to, to sherwood and expected the jets to win a football game never mind that football game has to be against bill belichick in foxborough uh, we had no if cj mosley running you know in pre, uh, pre-game i had a little bit of hope Right. I was wearing a shirt last week that said hope on it. Like all I had was hope. CJ mostly even pra- a pregame practice. I was hyped. Nothing, man. But you still have it was hope? over. It was over. No, dude, I'm wearing black, man. I think it's over, man. <laughs> you think, came think for the funeral. Again, My man over, came for the man. funeral today. <laughs> it's over, man. The season's over. We made it, um, two more weeks than last week, than last year. Right, that that Denver game, right? I lasted to the Denver game. Oh, this man. year, I lasted to the Patriots game. Um, but I really, I really lasted until the injury report. Like once I found that T.J. Mosley was out, it's over. There's no way we could have won this game. And now, I mean, we'll get we're gonna get into this specific game. But that's it, man. You have to trade Marcus May, and you have to trade Jameson Crowder. You have to. If you don't, you're silly. Like even if you get sixth round picks. It's fine. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to lose all the games now because Marcus May's not there. I, I get like without Marcus May today, we would have the first score was about fifty four to thirteen. We would have lost one hundred and four to thirteen if Marcus May's not there. Bro. I get that. I get that. But I don't care. Who, like that actually does not matter at the end of the day. A loss is a loss is a loss. So, what? Well, like, we'll, we'll, let's get into the game. But rapid reaction. It's over. Like the season's over. Zach Wilson's hurt with a PCL injury. We don't know how serious it is, but he's going to be out at least a couple of weeks. We have mm-hmm. no veteran backup quarterback, which you've been preaching about since the beginning. And here we are, you know, week eight coming in. We don't have one. And this is what happens. And we have a disgruntled safety who wants to leave and we're not going to resign him according to reports. And he hid the DUI from the team, which. Probably not great. And the number he's asking for is astronomical and his agent mm. is, uh, disparaging the team via Twitter. Uh, so, and we have a, we have a veteran wide receiver taking snaps from our rookie second round pick who should be uh, just a slot. Everyone's going crazy. He should be outside number one. No, he should be a slot. He's small and he played well today. He did. Uh, so. That's my rapid reaction, you know, all, you know, just like 
all of it right there. And, and that's why I'm wearing black. It, it, it's, it's really, it's really over. Like it sucks so much that Zach Wilson went out, especially because like Beckton's coming back soon. There was that yeah. glimmer of hope. Yeah. It's tough, man, because, you know, as you, you're pointing out, like we're see, we're hoping, we're not hoping, but we're going to get Beckton back. It seemed like everyone was getting back. And, you know, it, it seemed like the Jets could maybe make that surge. Um, it's just tough, dude, because I just, you know, we, you know, we've only, this is our second season covering the team, but we've been watching this team religiously for so long. And especially since after the whole Fitzmagic 2015 season, it's really been doom and gloom. Like it's, it has not been bright. So for fans out there, you know, we, we talked about, you know, we talked about how this is like a, you know, a dumpster fire that's been hosed and it's going to stink. And it, this is still stinking, right? Like this is, this is the process now working it all out, but it sucks when you're a fan base that you don't even get to see something competitive, you know, like th- it wasn't even competitive today, which is really what the issue is. I could, I can, I could stomach a loss. I can stomach a loss and see development from a team. We haven't seen development from this team. We haven't seen anything from this team in what feels like such a long time, dude. Like such does a long help, time. Does it help settle? Does it help settle your stomach that it's all due to injury? Like it's not it, due to incompetence. It do- it's not Adam Gase. Like it's, it's not. Everybody's injured. Our whole, we don't and have so, one linebacker. Like what do you want? And I. And that's so the, sad. That's, that's kind of like the the silver lining here is that it is injury. It's not because everyone's upset with the coach. You know, there's not locker room drama. This isn't well, except for GVR who on today fourth and one, buddy. It would be nice if you blocked and weren't like three yards behind the line of scrimmage. It would be nice, you know. But hey, I guess <laughs> uh, I guess those Twitter thumbs are really good instead of the, using those thumbs to actually pass and run block. So whatever. But hey. It, that's the silver lining, though, that it's injury. It's not incompetence. You know, it's a young, like we're talking about a fully young squad. I feel like we're saying this every single week. It's a fully young squad all around from coaches to players and whatnot. And it's fine. That's understandable. But there has to be some sort of level of competition as well. You know, maybe we can go and compare it to last season with the Bengals when you have Joe Burrow, right? New head coach, rookie staff, a lot of young players. They sucked last season, but now when you watch them now and they're routing the Ravens, you're like, okay, I can do this. I can, I can root for this team now. For Jets fans, I would say, let's have that type, I guess, optimism for next year that hopefully it is better. I can't guarantee it. You can't guarantee it, but that's, that's the I, I only. I hate that we're talking about next year already. I know, but I, and I hate it too, man, but that's literally what it is. We knew what it was coming into this season. Um, we knew this was going to be, a growing year. It was, it was a stretch to think for playoffs. Maybe there was like that glimmer of hope, you know, that, that was out there, but we knew it was the beginning of a rebuild. We had a rookie quarterback and we thought that he was going to come out and really be this, you know, showstopper and not, you know, he's, he's throwing behind. He's throwing in the short. He's doing everything. He's kind of forcing. And I kind of want to get into this right now. Yeah, I really want to get into tell this. Tell us how you really, really feel. I want to get into this right now. So let's, let's do the offense and defense. Let's start with the offense. Okay. Cause I can't even blame Michael for, cause when you get Mike White coming in here and he's moving the ball up and down the field, there's a, there's, there's something that is going on with Zach Wilson. And it's what everyone's talking about, whether it's holding the ball too long and not getting the ball out of his hands fast enough. Two big things. Those things right there, because Mike White comes in and he's not throwing any like darts or lasers. 
You know, <laughs> he's he's knowing that my strength, I don't have that type of arm strength, so I have to get it out even quicker and know where I'm going with it much sooner. And the wide receivers were getting separation, so you can't even put the blame on him. Corey Davis made a spectacular catch in the end zone, really went up to grab it. Uh so it's not we couldn't we can't blame the wide receivers. Mike White still had enough time in the pocket today. Like the line got progressively better as the game went on. So I have to start with Zach Wilson and saying, dude, like just make it simpler for yourself. Like you're you're just going out there trying to extend the play when it doesn't need to be extended. You're trying to get that home run play when you don't need the home run play. And Mike White comes in here and is taking what the defense is giving him. He's throwing the underneath. He's throwing in the middle of the field. He's throwing it deep. He's doing all the passes that we're asking for. And we see that Michael Four is actually designing those plays because he's not going too far off script just for Mike White and for Zach Wilson. So this is the critique on Zach Wilson where he's got to get the ball out of his hands a lot faster. He's got to make the reads a lot quicker. He's got to do something to put himself in position to be successful. And when you start to look at like even against Atlanta where he's throwing behind players even before that and where he's throwing four interceptions, he's not he's he's doing too much. And this is kind of that BYU, it's kind of that BYU thing that was saying that that we had concerns about, right? Where you have this too much time from this great offensive line to just roll out and then chuck it down the field because your wide receivers has great separation. Your O-line is giving you that amount of time, but this is the NFL, so you can't play like that. And this is not to say Zach Wilson sucks. This is not to say Zach Wilson can't get better. But this is the first step in getting better and making those reads, getting the ball out of your hand faster and getting to the to, to, to your hot routes or, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but it's just like watching these games, dude. After one Jets offensive possession, we're down 14-0 every single game. Like, being down 17-0 is like a staple now. You know what I mean? And it, like, how you, it's hard to be, it's hard to do everything that you're talking about when you're down 14 and 17-0 in the first half, you know, first quarter sometimes, or most of the time, just first half. You know what I mean? It's hard. Like, it's hard to just not look at the scoreboard. Like, the, you know, the, the, that game dictates and it sucks that we keep falling into this hole every single game. I, there's no point of really like discussing it because now everything changes, right? With Mike White. Yeah. Yep. Like, we don't have to talk about Zach Wilson's out. He's injured with a knee. Let's move on from that. Okay. So Michael Carter today, he impressed me. All over the field, especially with the catching, mm-hmm. with the running. I like the way he runs. The fumble wasn't great, but everybody makes mistakes. He, he has never touched the ball this much ever in a game, right? Mm-hmm. So he's, it's okay, I guess, if he fumbled in that aspect. We lost 54 to 13. It's, it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm really hoping that Elijah Moore can keep it up. I know your boy today was able to, uh, put it together. But here's the thing, man. You, you, this, you were going absolutely nuts. Like it was with Mike White. Uh, well, like going <laughs> absolutely nuts. Like I'm like I, I was just happy to see like the ball move like up and down the field. And I'm not saying Mike White is our savior, although it's funny that Michael Nania said this is that. Did you see that tweet by Michael Nania? Did you see what our boy did? No, what did he uh, say? What did he say? He, he 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 tweeted out. Hold on, let me pull up this tweet and read it to you uh, correctly. All right. While 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 you put it up, I I, I have I have a question for you. Like. Why, why was Mike White able to move 
this offense if, if it, the score was the same. So to here's the tweet. Mike White's Brady Bledsoe story begins now. <laughs> oh, I did see that. I did see that. I just find that <laughs> funny because it's just like so unlikely to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just comical. Well, what, yeah, but like what happened? So what, what happened? Mike White's taking his time, reading the defense, making the audibles, seeing what and taking what the defense is giving to him. That's not necessarily what Zach Wilson is doing, which is, you know, Mike Wright with Wilson. Granted, he's a rookie. Mike White's been in the league now, even though he hasn't really played that much. He's been in the league, and so he has that understanding, and he has the practice repetitions to be ready for such, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when he gets out there, you're seeing, you know, if there's a blitz coming, he's up there calling the audible, telling, hey, here's the hot read, changing the routes, changing the play, calling at the line, and he's getting to the guys where it's going to be open. If, no if pressure doing, is what you're saying. No pressure. No pressure on him. And you see he's he's calm. He's, he's calm. He's out there. He's not trying to force anything. He's legit taking what the defense is giving and giving to him. Sure. That's perfect. That's all Zach needs to do. Right. And that's my gripe with him as the player. The play calling, I agree with you. Like to start off the game, run to the left, run to the left and then pass. Michael Nani was on here last week and you spoke about on last week's pot with Greg. We're too predictable. Like, you, if we keep, Honestly, if we're seventy-two percent, seventy-two percent, we run the ball on first down. Throw it, just for throw it, and you know, you even touched on me saying be a little conservative. I don't want the Adam Gase conservative. Good, good, good God, no, please don't do that to me. I, I'm just saying, please mix it up. Like, don't have the kid just go fifty yarders like out the gate. Just get him warmed up to start doing that, and then start pushing that ball down the field, not straight out of the gate. Because I know that's what Zach Wilson likes to do. But this is the NFL, and pushing it down the field isn't that easy to do because NFL corners are much better than college corners. Like the the window of separation is much different. So that's all I'm asking for. But that that's really what it comes down to, man. Like the fact that Mike White can get up there, look calm, make change at the line, see what's happening, figure it out. You know, he's not Dude. super talented with his arm, but he's able to do it. And that's all. Like he's truly a game manager. And you could just do that at least to keep it moving. Watching this game after knowing those exact stats from Nania about uh, how we're first in the league and running first and then about it was um, so mid, about like mid, uh, 50, 50, 50 on second down, but still like top on yeah. second down and just watching that happen over and over today. I was like, Oh my, like, <laughs> like when you're, you know, when something like you're finally like, Privy to the it, last breaks. like the glass breaks. <laughs> because, like, because, like, you know, I'm watching Norman. Like, yeah, they run a lot. But like, when you have like that stat that we're leading the league, like, come on, dude, do something else. Uh, I this mean, but anyway, like, just, okay, just tell me, tell me what you, tell me what you liked about the offense. I liked what Elijah Moore did today. I like how he's able to get in there. I like the end around to get him the touchdown, get the ball to your playmaker, let him do something. Just I hand really it off to him, bro. Just, just hand it, it up to him. him. <laughs> I like what I saw. <laughs> You talked about with Michael Carter. I like the way he was running the ball today. Ty Johnson did pretty well today too, uh, running the ball. It's so. Yo, he saved us. He got us that. He, he got did. us that first first down, like in the, yeah. in the, in the first half. Like thank I liked, God I liked, for it. I liked what I saw from Corey Davis as well. You know, going up yeah. and catching that ball. Yeah, you were going nuts you know? about Corey Davis. You know him, Michael Carter, Ty Johnson, Jameson Crowder. They all came out and caught most of the passes thrown their way. So good job for them. But, you know, 
that's really it, man. Like, there's not really much to come away with, like, the offense. We didn't do anything so groundbreaking. <laughs> like, Elijah Moore went one for two for, for catching, but they gave it to him on the end round. It's like, hey, the dude's talented. Let's get him. Let's get him the ball in his hand. And he did it. Uh, and the defense, and, and the, uh, I mean, the same thing with the defense. Like, what, what do you want the defense to do? Oh, uh, the defense. Th- there's nothing to talk about the defense. There's no positive when you're like Marcus May. Just the safety. Just the safety. Marcus May, Ashton Davis, good tackling, good form tackling today. There's nothing to talk about when you put, when you allow a team to give you 50, put 54 points. There's nothing good from the defense today. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. They were trash, horrendous. Is it all the their fault? Cornerbacks are no. still good. They're still good. I mean, at the same time, who, who, are you gar- who are you guarding though? Nelson Aguilar? Like what, what, uh, dude, who, they uh, ruined, they ruined us with that, with that, uh, ah, uh, this is where I, that first, that, God, man. that first drive passed by, uh, uh, born to Aguilar. So that really did. ruined us. And then also like watching, watching Bill Belichick just like, Ruin us with John Smith in that first drive and me just saying, how did, how did we not know this? If I know this, how, <laughs> you know, I, I can't believe they, I mean, Henry also played well, but I can't believe they didn't go off more with the tight ends. I mean, <laughs> they still went off. They dropped 54. I mean, what do I want? Like, you know what I mean? I'm just, I, I'm just Dude, a little jo- shocked. Jonas I'm just a little Smith shocked ate. that I mean, Henry got the one touchdown. John Smith got 52 yards, but I'm shocked that like it. no one's in the hundreds. I, you know, the dude, first play dude, it was- stinks. Yo, McCorkle stinks. He's bro. not that good, bro. He's not. Bro, that McCorkle good. stinks. I know we lost fifty four. I, I I know this has nothing to do with it, but he's he's not good. He's not good. They just keep dude. It. Honestly, McCorkle is Mike White, like a better Mike White. That is all. I think he could be the same Mike Done. White. He's just a slightly better Mike White. That that's it. He's just that that is really it. There's nothing spectacular yeah, about it. It and that it just shows <sighs> you what happens when you put like an offensive line around somebody. You give them weapons. And it's, you get something out of it. Now, Titans, granted, two, How do we huh? beat the Titans? How do we beat the uh, Titans? Man, that was a trap game. I have no idea. Don't talk, <laughs> don't talk to me. Do not talk to me about the Titans. Do not talk to me about the Titans today. I had Kansas City as my, as my oh, survivor pick my today. Do you, you know how pissed, like how pissed <laughs> I was to see that? Who is Pat? Where's Patrick Mahomes? Where is this man? This man is MIA. I don't know what's going on. He has a concussion, bro. Oh my god! It was disgusting. That was a bad. But idea. anyway, game Tennessee all day today. Get, getting back to it, this, you, should listen, you should listen to Winning Picks Weekly, the Winning P Weekly at Twitter and the YouTube on the Knicks Jets, etc. You should listen to that more. That was, was we, had, we had a double. Was, we had a double best bet on Tennessee. It was my honeymoon week. I can't <laughs> please, please. Uh, but going back to the defense, dude. Six touches, six series in a row. They scored. Yeah, disgusting. Absolutely. That's like disgusting. more. That's a, is that more touchdowns than we've had all year? <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty close. What's a touchdown? <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, dude. And it's missing bad, field man. goals, missing field goals. When we're oh, so desperate for we, anything, dude. I thought we're about games. to. I thought we're about to break the curse. Where it's like, are we actually about to score in the first quarter? Nope. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. This is, yo, Jets got a curse, man. I don't know what it is, but this is a curse. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's what's going to happen against the Bengals next week. Is that another trap game? (sighs) Oh, man. Please, no. I don't even know. What's that spread going to be? 13 and a half? It's got to be, dude. We can't be, I don't even know how you can give the Jets like a reasonable line after like the Bengals. Um, my guess my guess is 13 and a half but we'll see what we'll see what it is we were questioning 
the line for Broncos and Jets, like that's too much. And then that cover, the Broncos covered that. And then I wouldn't be surprised. So, look, man, it was a bad game for the New York Jets. I don't know what else to really say. You know, defense just didn't show out. Oh, my goodness. But I will say this. Oh, my goodness. So many injuries today. So many injuries. It's three and a half, bro. No, not real. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll see what happens as the week goes on. How many how many injuries could we have today? Ty Johnson, Zach Wilson, George Font went down, you know, for a little bit. Like Cashman went down. Nope. Sherwood went injured. down. Like Ger- granted Sherwood came back. Everyone was getting hurt today, dude. This is why I'm so happy that Joe Douglas doesn't do something stupid like trade for Zach Ertz. Does it go out there and trade for or get Colin, it doesn't make sense. A veteran, I'm so happy he doesn't do that. He, it doesn't like, make I'm sense. So glad that we're just running. But There's, at some point, though, we're going to have to add bodies. <laughs> like we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna but we're not there years. yet. We're we're we're. This is we are. No, not we need there linebackers. Yet. Like we need linebackers. Like we need. We are not that. We're not there yet to add during mid during the season. I should say. Not, yeah, not, not veterans. I'm just saying. No. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. Uh, we're just gonna have to start collecting draft picks. Do you think that we should trade May and Crowder before the trade deadline? Yes. Unless, okay. unless you're planning on resigning them and more so May than Crowder, uh, trade them. And it doesn't look like we're we'll gonna. Get, yeah. We can get more into it on the next episode, but from, uh, the reporting from Connor Rogers, uh, on Marcus May, I alluded to it earlier in the episode. The Jets are pissed off that Marcus May and his affiliates did not disclose that DUI from earlier in the year. Uh, they are not even close on the Marcus May number. And so they haven't really had discussions because his number is so out of their ballpark. And I heard that they don't even want to franchise tag him, which I think is surprising, which I don't understand. That's what Connor Rogers said. So that, that if they're not, if they don't want to even franchise him because they don't want to deal with this again. This whole nonsense again. And his trade value is diminished right next year. If, you know, they keep on this roller coaster, then you, then the, then a trade is imminent, in my opinion. With Crowder, yeah. I don't even know if they're going to get anything for him. I don't think you'll, you'll get a lot for Crowder because it's the last year of his deal. Um, yeah, we restructured it. That, that's yeah, the thing yeah. everyone knows he's gone. At least yeah. with the Marcus May, you have like that. There's some uh, leverage. Yeah, There's some exactly. leverage because you could still say, "Hey, we do want to I'm keep this franchise. guy." Yeah, yeah, we can just franchise tag him and do whatever we want. Now, I think they should trade both. We're not doing anything this year, obviously, but you got to get some. It's sort not of for a second round building. <laughs> yeah, not for a second. Third rounders, first rounders, <laughs> anything else? Yeah. Please just save Six. save us the pain and misery. Uh, Joey D loves the six rounders, but. This speaking of just, though, speaking this of, team speaking is just of, so frustrating. Yeah, but listen, man, listen to this. Carolina right. stinks. Sam Donald's getting benched in the middle of the game, and Seattle stinks. They have Geno Smith going, and we have both their draft picks. So we have so many draft picks. I love that. We had a fourth round for Herndon. But dude, I, I love that. I, I'm happy. It's so hard to be like I, I hate looking at like what other teams are doing and saying, "Oh wow, we have all this," because you actually have to use it and build on it. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying Joe has done a terrible job drafting. I'm not saying that Joe hasn't done anything like that. Um, he hasn't put together what are you see? That's a, that, that's a fact. He's yeah. drafted well. Mikai Becton, Elijah Vera Tucker. I do like, I do think Elijah Moore is going to be good. Wide receivers 
They're not great their first Michael years. Carter. It's very hard. I do like Michael Carter. I do like the guys that he's drafted. I do Zach like Wilson? Ashton Davis. Zach Wilson, look, I've Zach Wilson's <laughs> grown on me. I'm still like I've grown on I've he's grown on me. Like I said to was it uh, I said to uh he's starting to annoy Shu, me. I, I said to shoot. I said to Shu that we drafted the best quarterback. Uh that was being a little facetious. Uh and just jokingly. No, I still agree. Jokingly. But I do think he's the best quarterback that was drafted out of the draft. He's definitely the best quarterback yeah. so far this yeah. year. Yeah, like compared to everybody else, like Trevor Lawrence isn't doing much. Mac Jones isn't like impre- like wowing people over. Who out there from this draft class is really wowing anybody? That's it. Okay, so I still think we got one of the most talented quarterbacks from this draft. You know, it, like I just don't. I guess the thing I do, I'll say this because I really get tired of this. I don't want to hear uh, the the Josh Allen comps to Zach Wilson because Josh Allen was better his rookie season than Zach Wilson. I don't want to. I don't want to hear that, Rex Ryan. I oh, think Rob so. I, 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 I forget no, who Salah. said it. Rob Salah. I, I, don't hear, Salah. I don't want to hear that because Josh Allen, when he came to this league, we knew what his issue was, which was accuracy. We knew he had a cannon. We knew he could run. Bills were actually a competitive team that year. Like they were in games. We're not in games. Zach Wilson, for as talented as his arm is, he is not translating to the wins that Josh Allen did. So I don't want to hear that comp. And Josh Allen is a really good quarterback. Like he, he's, oh, he also has year, a team. He also has a team. No, absolutely. Like, look, you need all these things. It's the ultimate team sport. And I agree with that 100%. But I just don't want to hear the Josh Allen comps. I don't agree with that whatsoever. It's just, don't not, worry. It's just not, you're not right. going to hear any comps, bro. He's going to be out for like four to five weeks. He's going to come back, maybe have two decent games out of whatever's left. And then it's going to be on to next year for these Jets. And we're going to see what happens in the offseason. That's that's honestly, yep. there's there's no quarterbacks coming out of the draft class anyway, and if Deshaun Watson ends up coming to this division in on the Miami Dolphins, which is the big rumor now, God help us, man, God help us, we 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 better get it together. Because you're yeah, saying man. if it's Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Bill Belichick, we 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 got to figure it out. Yeah, absolutely, but. I, I do. That's that's the only thing I wanted to touch on. Uh, it was just a sad day for the Jets, man. Really, just sad. Sad day, day for New York, honestly. Even if sad. even if you're a Nets fan, everything. If you're <laughs> if, like, if, if, if the Giants, I don't care though. about the Nets. They can take all that. They're one and two. The Knicks are two and one. Sit where Giants won though. Giants I had we won. had the Giants. That was good. Knicks, as I said, Sam Darnold being benched is hilarious. Hey, Amen. He's coming back next those, week though. But those, that's those, hilarious. those draft picks. Let's just keep getting those draft picks, man. I'll tell you this though, because I don't think we talked about it last week. Uh, how about <laughs> Jamal Adams, man? My God, that looks great. Best of the nation. My God, best of the nation, love. baby. Best of the nation. Love, love, all love, <laughs> all love. On that note, on that note, on that note. Thank you, everyone, for tuning I'm in for another. Glad you're back, Alex. Happy to be back. Happy that you held it down. Happy that we have a phenomenal team. Me too. Thank you to thank you. Thanks to my beautiful wife for allowing me to do this. Uh, oh, yeah. Shout out Dominique. Awesome. And, and just to point out, I, I think you did mention the, the NBA names uh, on the tables. That was, I, I love that aspect. She, she, yeah, she, that was she, so cool. She said, she said, let's do NBA team names for the table, for the wedding tables. I was like, you, you know me way too well. <laughs> you know me cool. way too well. That was cool. Cause I made, um, it, it gave us something to talk about. It made it interesting instead of just being like number four or whatever. Yeah. It's cool. 
And Carlos, uh, who, who was the reason why we were on the Chicago Bulls team, he's like, yo, that's mine. I'm like, yo, all yours, bro, all yours. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, also, like that team, that table had really good vibes. It felt like the Chicago Bulls, like the 90s Bulls, where it's like everyone was just gelling and everyone just knew how to get together. Like I, I was passing by the table. I was like, that table's got something going on right over there. Yeah, like that was it. an awesome table. That was an awesome table. Uh, you guys, kill, you guys were wedding. killing at the table. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Happy that you and Rice showed up. We were able to celebrate. Uh, it was awesome. We can fly in those, in those brown suspenders. I'm, I might have to cop one of those, but that's a different story for a different day. I'll send you the link. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but on that note, thank you everyone for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets, etc. podcast. Sorry that we had to watch this Jets walls today, but it's okay. We're here for group therapy. So oh. you know what the deal is. Oh. Just grab that cup oh, of coffee. Man. Grab that cup of coffee. Come sit down with us every single week to tune in for this. We're going to still do, keep doing the previews and breakdowns and whatnot because that's We need who each we other are. more than ever, bro. We need each other yes, more we than do. ever. Yes, we do, John. Yes, we do. So for everyone out there, please help us out by giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. That's where you listen to it. And if you don't listen to us there, it's okay. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon. Alexa you know why? You name it. We are there. You know why. Come on, John. On top of that, if you do watch us on YouTube, because we are on YouTube now, Please make sure to hit this, that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, hit that like button. Those are all the proper etiquettes of following us on YouTube. Please make sure to do that. And even leave a comment if you want to talk to us. We will respond. Yeah, we'll do it. And last but certainly not least, actually not last but certainly not least, make sure to go check out Winning Winning Picks Weekly, man. We got that another we got another podcast out here. John and Greg are doing phenomenal work. Greg, who sat in for me and, you know, called a, a close game. Greg, I'm just not taking... You clearly don't know the the the, the Falcons. We, I'm not going to trust you on the <laughs> Patriots. And here's the other thing. You want to know what the kicker is? I didn't mention this during the pod. The Jets always lose around my birthday, man. It was my birthday this past week on the Wednesday. It's just going to happen. I could have told you it was going to lose. I told you when we had Claudio, Claudio on. The Jets were going to lose this week because that is just what they do to me. They will never give me a win on my birthday. I'm still waiting for that thing to happen. Yeah. Well, listen, man. Greg, besides his futures... He's been calling the Chiefs since day one, dude. He's been he's been taking the alternate under before the year started. He's been taking the, he's been betting against the Chiefs every single week, and now he's finally everyone's finally caught up to him. So we got some we got some gems on the Winning Picks Weekly, man. That, Check it out, Winning P Weekly on you on Twitter and on the YouTube for Nick Jets, etc. It's on the playlist, man. Hit it up. Yeah, for sure. Make sure to go check it out and go support uh, Greg and John on that side because they do phenomenal work, as I said. And last, but now certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, you name it, we're there. Engage with us, talk with us. We got other things coming out, man. We got other things in the works, so <laughs> make sure to keep following us. We'll catch you later this week for another Knicks episode because I'm hyped to talk about that. Oh, man, Finally, we're getting some it. Knicks. And we have a couple games coming in, another couple games to watch this terrible Orlando L all yeah, out man. of our mouths. Yeah. It's going to be good. Facts. It's going to be good. Facts. I'm hyped. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, everyone. We'll catch you later. <laughs> Let's go, Jets, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>